Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, April 14th. I'm Wayne Pratt. St. Louis County's executive says social distancing orders could be extended as the region battles COVID-19. Sam Page adds that any easing of social distancing measures would happen in stages. The stay-at-home order is likely to be extended as well. It's currently due to expire April 22nd. St. Louis Mayor Lida Krusen is suggesting the city's stay-at-home order could be extended. She is asking the city's election officials to postpone the May 19th special elections for the 4th and 12th ward seats on the Board of Aldermen. She says it's unlikely the stay-at-home order will be lifted before that date. A hotel in Florissant is ready to start accepting COVID-19 patients if needed. Governor Mike Parson says conversion of the Quality Inn into an overflow medical facility is complete. Patients could start arriving today. This facility can serve more than 100 people with mild cases of COVID-19 or those who have tested positive but do not have symptoms. Another resident has died in the COVID-19 outbreak at a St. Charles nursing home. County health officials say the woman in her 90s was a resident of Frontier Health and Rehabilitation. Nearly 10 of the roughly 15 people who have died of COVID-19 in St. Charles County were at that nursing facility. The State Emergency Management Agency has recalled 48,000 N95 masks given to Missouri first responders this month. Missouri health officials say the masks do not meet standards. Here are the numbers. Missouri health officials report roughly 4,400 cases out of more than 47,500 tests. There have been 114 COVID-19 deaths. In Illinois, the state reports around 22,000 cases out of more than 105,000 tests. There have been nearly 800 deaths. In just a few minutes, we will find out how some unemployed workers in the St. Louis region are coping with the outbreak. More details are emerging about a planned COVID-19 testing site for East St. Louis. It should be operating this week. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt explores why it took a while for a testing site to arrive in that city. The new testing site is at Windsor Health Center in the city's downtown. People will need to be screened over the phone before they can be tested. East St. Louis Mayor Robert Eastern says the city waited weeks for a testing site because there wasn't a national coordinated response to the coronavirus. There was no plan. I mean, because everybody was scrambling around trying to figure out what they need to do for their respective communities and respective states. So far, there are only 41 positive cases reported in and around East St. Louis, according to the Illinois Department of Public Health. The area will likely see more positive cases as more people are tested. Eastern says the drive through testing site in his city will be open by Friday. In Belleville, I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. The only St. Louis County Police Department officer to test for COVID-19, at least at this point, is back on duty. Officer Nathan Phillips works out of the 1st Precinct in North County. He returned to work Sunday after three weeks in quarantine. He did not contract the virus while on duty. Phillips says he is not concerned about getting infected again and adds the department is doing a good job supplying officers with masks and other protective gear. The Illinois Workers' Compensation Commission has adopted a new rule for essential workers 
aimed at offering them some extra financial security during the outbreak. Mike Smith reports. The rule automatically assumes workers that contracted the virus did so at their workplace, even if they work from home. Governor Pritzker said these rules would give essential workers a safety net by ensuring that their workers' compensation insurance covers them if they contract COVID-19 while they're on the job. Groups representing Illinois employers say that change will burden industries already waiting on federal and state help with extra costs. They also say the Workers' Compensation Commission may have violated Illinois' Open Meeting Act in approving the move. I'm Mike Smith. St. Louis Mayor Lida Krusen has withdrawn her nominations for the city members of the Board of Freeholders. She cites the pandemic and other issues in a letter to St. Louis Board of Aldermen President Louis Reed. Krusen says two of the nominees are now running for public office. Six others have been withdrawn, quote, in light of the COVID-19 crisis. Krusen plans to submit new nominees after the Board of Aldermen starts its new session April 21st. More than 240,000 Missouri residents have filed for unemployment in the past month. And as the outbreak continues, many are wondering when or if they'll be able to return to work. St. Louis Public Radio asked unemployed workers how they are coping financially during these uncertain times. Hi, my name is Jen. I'm an engagement and wedding photographer. The outbreak has completely changed every aspect of my life right now. My name is Rob. I am recently furloughed. The main job I had, uh, which was at a university bookstore, that was about 30 hours a week. That is gone completely. Hi, my name's Mary and I'm a nanny. I used to have four part-time nanny gigs, but all the families told me they didn't need me because of COVID-19. Hi, my name is Tyler Cohane. I'm a journalism student at Lindenwood University, and I'm a bartender at two different places. And I hopefully temporarily lost both my jobs and am now on unemployment. All of my weddings have been postponed, and I took a few second shooting jobs, and I'm no longer to work any of them. So it's been pretty difficult trying to find ways to support myself and my kids. I cannot live on my 12 to 15 hours a week I'm making with my other part-time job. So that's kind of been my new reality. It's been three weeks since I've worked and I've literally lost 100% of my income. I mean, I struggled financially before when I was working, but now I'm rationing the food that I have left. What I'm most worried about is my dad, who is a manager at a grocery store. I'm worried because he's exposed to hundreds of people a day and he has to keep going into work as long as it's open. My name is Jamie Knoyer and I'm a PhD slash store manager for a hair saloon in O'Fallon, Missouri. Unfortunately, our shop is temporarily closed, which is kind of a scary thought because we don't really know when we will open back up due to the virus getting worse at this point. I spend my days reaching out to creditors, trying to get them to extend the loans, but it's hard to get a hold of them. It's hard to get through to the unemployment office. It's like nobody's answering, no one's there. My name is Laura Coppinger. I'm a current student at the Healing Arts Center, as well as an employee in their office, though most of the staff have been furloughed, so that includes myself. I'm worried about my staff being able to make ends meet through the time period of being off um, for who knows how long at this point. Thankfully, Hair Saloon is still paying us while we're off, but as most people know, 
as hairstylists, we really depend on our tips and that's a huge portion of how we truly try to make ends meet. I work in the fashion industry and marketing here in St. Louis. All our stores were closed a few weeks ago, so they had to furlough quite a bit of our company because there's no need for store-focused employees like myself. Right now, in terms of making ends meet, I am doing oddball jobs for friends and colleagues who know that I'm struggling. I filed for unemployment um, first day I was eligible, which will be nice, kind of cut into my financial issues that are stemming from this virus. Uh, my optimism in getting back to work by April 25th is honestly fizzling out by the hour, especially because now I have all the time in the world to check for news updates. I've really dug into some passion projects of mine, such as playing the ukulele and singing more, and building a vegetable garden and a fairy garden uh, to just spread some joy, because I think that's what people need in this time, is joy and hope, because it feels real hopeless. So I'm gonna spread some hope. That story was produced by St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan and edited by our Maria Altman. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.